You're listening to Fidem Catholica, the Sunday homilies of Father John Gazzaldo, pastor at St. Luke Catholic Church, Temple, Texas. Today's homily is from Ash Wednesday, 2022. I was serving at a church that had a couple of church vans. We had purchased two church vans, um, 2012, I suppose. And uh, we used them a lot for the school, and, but mostly for our youth group. And they, we, we used them a lot. But we weren't sure what to call them. We didn't call, you know, Van A or Van B. So we went ahead and named the vans uh, Blanche and Isabella. And that just, you know, so we can tell them the part. But like I said, we used them a lot. And I remember there was a time when they needed new tires, which can be expensive if you buy uh, eight new tires for a van. It could cost close to a couple thousand dollars. And I remember my, my secretary comes in, and whenever she was asking for money, said so we need to spend money, she would always kind of temper her language and give it to me in code. And she walks in and she says, Father John, the girls need new shoes. And I knew immediately what she was talking about. And I said, okay. But I like this, this image. And I also like, because when we talk about, for those, we have vehicles, no matter how nice your vehicle is, even how good the engine, the interior, anything, if you don't have good tires, you're in trouble. It's literally, literally where the rubber meets the road. And we use that term all the time, where the rubber meets the road. And I think, I think Lent gives us a chance to change our shoes, change our tires. Because this is the language that actually the, the church uses right out of the Roman Missal. It says that Lent is the ascent, the walk, the journey to the mountain of Easter. And Easter's, you know, some time away. This is how we start Lent. And it ends in the Triduum and then Easter. But before we do, it starts here at the bottom where we check our tires. We make sure we're ready, maybe change them because in Lent time, it helps us to look where has the rubber meets the road? Where is our Catholic faith in our daily life? Is our Catholic faith a hobby or is it the very engine which runs us? And we check by in those situations when the rubber hits the road. And we start by the ashes, that's what they're supposed to be. We admit in the ashes, we are sinners. We are sinners. That's what it was. In the Old Testament, they'd throw ashes on themselves and sit outside as a way of telling the world, I'm a sinner. But also as a sort of a double meaning too. It reminds us that we are mortal and we will die. That's what we smear the dirt on you. On your head, we say those, once again, kind of soft language. Remember that you are dust. And to dust you shall return, which is a nice way of saying that you're going to die. And I don't think we like to hear that. We think we're going to live forever. Well, today we're reminded that we will not. And so I like, I like this image, too, of kind of that we are on a journey. We're a pilgrim people on a journey to heaven. But just like the pioneers who went out west, you know, in their covered wagons, they would often circle the wagon 
They would stop, circle up, to what? To be safe, but also to check their gear, to check the wheels, to check each other. Protection, so how we're doing, tighten things up, maybe even get rid of some things, throw them off the right wagon, and then they would head out again. And that for us is prayer, sacrament study, but for this time, we're supposed to be emphasizing confession, the sacrament of reconciliation, which is we tell the world, like you just said over and over, be merciful of Lord, for we have sinned. And that should feel strange even coming out of your mouth to admit that we are sinners. But we also admit that when the rubber has hit the road in our Catholic faith, we have slid off, we've had flat tires. And that we want to start again. Because that usually happens when we compromise with the world. When we compromise with the world. I was thinking of some ways that even in our nation's history, even in our Catholic Church's history, we have sort of compromised with the world. If you're interested, I mean, if, you're, if you remember how I'm from your government and history classes, when they were forming our country, right, in the Constitution, you know, there were slave states and free states. And the free states didn't want the slave states to count all the slaves, the Africans, the, sla the blacks. But the slave states wanted to, so they made a compromise. It's called the three-fifths compromise, where three-fifths of a black person was counted. That's compromising with evil. But even closer to us, and now get ready, I'm about to get a little political here. I remember one of my first memories of an election was in 88 when the older Bush was running for president, whatever you think of him. I think he was a gentleman, but remember one of the things he would say was, read my lips, no new taxes. And then two years later, he folded like a cheap suit. And I also just looked this up these past couple days of our first Catholic president, John F. Kennedy. Some of you may be old enough to remember him. I wasn't born yet. But I do know that he made a speech to the Houston Ministerial Alliance in 18, 1960 when he said, hey, listen, my Catholic faith has nothing to do with how I'm going to be president and no prelate should tell a Catholic how to, to vote or how to, how to run their country. And he was against subsidizing the Catholic school and against an ambassador of the Vatican. He basically gave every Catholic permission to say your Catholic faith is private and keep it to yourself. What a disaster. What a compromise. But even closer, even in my own time as a priest, right here in, this, in, in Lent, I remember specifically a couple of years ago when St. Patrick's Day landed on a Friday in Lent and the Archbishop of Boston gave everybody a reprieve from abstaining from Meat, because you know, Irish people, they celebrate, they eat corned beef. It's okay, you can eat corned beef on that Friday. So his Catholic faith came in conflict with their culture. Which one got out of the way? Had a real chance to say, no, this is who we are. In many ways, sometimes we've blown it. And sometimes I think we have to look at other traditions and other cultures. Maybe they can be better examples. Jesus did it all the time when he pointed out the faith of the centurion or of the Samaritan, both enemies of the people of Israel. 
I may have mentioned this before, but it's always been a powerful memory for me. When I was in Houston in the seminary, Houston is full of private schools, full of them. Catholic schools, I've got them all over the place. They even have Muslim schools. But there was one Jewish, Orthodox Jewish school. It was a high school of just boys. An Orthodox Jewish high school of just boys. And it was a small school, maybe a hundred some odd kids, that's all. But one year, they had a really good basketball team. Really good. And they went deep into the TAPS playoffs. And I think it was like the semifinals. And they were going to play a, another Catholic school. The Jewish school was going to play a Catholic school on a Saturday. Well, if you know about the Jewish faith, that's their Sabbath. The administration, the parents, the players all said, we ain't doing it. Well, no, you have to play. It's on Saturday. They said, no, we ain't doing it. If you don't play, you're going to forfeit. And they said, fine. Do what you have to do. But our Jewish faith is, comes before basketball. Now, Taps didn't like the publicity and the possible anti-Semitic uh, way they were treating these Jewish boys. So they went ahead and moved the game to Sunday. And sure enough, the Catholic school showed up. But we look at these boys in another tradition and said, wow, that's an example for us. They told the world that their faith comes before the secular world. But we have this time, this time of discipline to become better disciples. When we can look at ourselves, when the rubber hits the road, when push comes to shove, do we need new tires? Do we need new shoes? Because we do head up that mountain. We do head up that mountain. As we head for Easter, our own resurrection, we have a chance to circle the wagons, to take an account, to see things we can get rid of, things we need to tighten up, and get ready for those moments when we can tell the world, no, my Christian faith comes first. And it starts here at this service. We put ashes on ourselves and tell the world and ourselves and our families we're sinners. And in doing so, we put on new spiritual shoes, new spiritual shoes to head up that mountain towards our own resurrection, towards our own Easter. You've been listening to Fide in Catholica, the Sunday homilies of Father John Gazzaldo, pastor at St. Luke Catholic Church, Temple, Texas. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast and whichever podcast player you're listening to, and you can be notified whenever new episodes drop. Thank you.